1: And gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well brian kelly off the top rope i feel like i'm jim ross with a cowboy hat on but mine's a black backwards hat because we live in 2022 but brian kelly in an exclusive interview with our good buddy, Jock Doucet, over at WAFB, comes off the top rope, and he says, I don't care about your Vegas odds. Brian Kelly in 10 rounds. <laughs> so Brian Kelly did uh, come out swinging a little bit in the exclusive interview with Jock. Dusay I just talked with Jock. We're going to play some of that audio here tonight on AYS. So it's going to be really fun. Rafino's rants too i um, going to be a little bit tempered on this one, um, but I see the AKA, the sky is falling guys and girls coming out in droves because we did have some breaking news today. If you missed it, four-star uh, Louisiana quarterback, Eli Holstein has committed to Alabama We'll touch on Eli Holstein. The sky is not falling. Relax. As Aaron Rodgers said on the way to a Super Bowl, R-E-L-A-X, relax. We'll touch on that tonight. Trust me. Oh, and it's kind of fitting because tonight we will have on Stacey Blackwood, who covers the Crimson Tide. As I told you, we'll be going around your SEC, A-Y-S, Around your SEC, we'll talk, we'll go to all 14 SEC teams. We will include LSU in this. 1,000% we will include LSU. And we might have some bonuses with Texas and Oklahoma. So a lot we got to get into in in reference to the SEC getting ready for uh, college football closing in on 90 days uh, or around 90 days now. So, it's going to be really fun. We don't have that uh, that long. As we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag AskBlake. Um, fire in your questions. Fire in those questions. We'll do that. And the weather is helping LSU and Hoover. So, we'll talk some LSU baseball here at the end. So, a big show in store tonight. Uh, Todd says, do you see Booger get his knee pads on for Saban after the dust-up? Geez. Why has it got to be booger? Why can't it be everybody else like Paul Fonbaum that that gets his knee pads out? Come on, man. Come on. (sighs) Mm -mm -mm. Chance Babbin says, damn, that music come in hot and fast on the intro. It does. I'm telling you, man, I say this every, I, I say this a lot. I say this a lot. Um, I still get chills when that intro hits every single time. Every single time. You can't take it away. Uh, Chance Babin also says Eli Holstein is terrified of Walker Howard. Yeesh. That's a rough one. Rough crowd in here tonight. Very rough crowd in here tonight. Okay. I see how it's going to be. I see how it's going to be. It's going to be that one of those kind of crowds. I, I Look, I dig it. I dig it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. Let's get to a couple of the comments, too, and then we'll we'll get this whole thing started. Ryan Thibodeau says, hey, hey, hey. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Zach, name that song. And name that artist. Name those artists. I guarantee you, Zach can't name who sang the song, hey, yeah, while me and Pooh Bear were watching MTV as kids. watching outcasts say Simon Jackson I am for real never meant to make your daughter cry so Pooh Bear and Zach are in the building tonight Zach is still not shaved never betting with him again the man lies the only way out of it tonight is if he sends me a bucket hat a T.A. bucket hat Liar, liar, bands on fire. (laughs) Uh, Kenny Russell says, did you talk about the new schedule format yet, Blake? Kenny, I thought that's proposed. I thought the schedule format was proposed and Ross Dellinger said in his article um, that they gave um, a crack at three permanent opponents. Uh, What what Ross did not say was these are the three permanent opponents unless I missed something. Unless I completely misread that or what, for whatever reason, it is not what is proposed. It is what they thought would happen, not as what actually is happening. So they're kicking around some ideas. But, 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 Kenny, but we can't talk about that. Fire that question in hashtag ask Blake. We'll talk about it. Uh, Mark says, Eli told Jimbo, yo, Saban offered me more money in a championship. See ya. It looked I got pushback on this last week. Saban always has a method to his madness. The market for athletes reaches a pinnacle and a point where you're not gonna. Uh, most people aren't gonna quote unquote overpay. Saban could be warning uh, warning people now. You better get your your shiznit in order. You better get your shizzy in order. Y'all done pissed him off. So, I want his ass to bring it, though. Bring that shit to Baton Rouge, dog. He did. He went got Eli Holstein. All right. All right. Let's get this thing started. I do want to play this out of the break from our good buddy, Jock Um, <laughs> Jock said we can also play the fake accent deal one that he just posted too. Okay. So, I do want to fire that off, guys. As soon as we get out of this break, um... And talk about that. Brian Kelly had some pretty big words. We haven't heard from him in a while, so I want to talk about that. Out of the break, so we'll get to the Rufino's rants. We'll get to Brian Kelly's words about LSU's potential of only going seven and five or six and six next season. He fires back on that. So we'll open up with that. Let's do this. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share as your Facebook groups. There's so many of you listen to us on Facebook. Do us a favor. Do, there's th- there's like four thousand of you a night that watch the show. I need all 4,000 of you to hit the like button. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Do us a favor and share to your social media pages and Facebook groups and all that good stuff. If you're listening to us on YouTube, so many of you have not yet subscribed. Do us a favor by subscribing and hitting that notification bell. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on Twitter, or you're listening to us on the podcast platforms, wherever you're listening to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills very quickly. Stacey Blackwood will be joining us in about 20 minutes um, to kick around the SEC. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about some bamboo. All right, let's do that. Pay some bills. Be back in about a minute. Stay tuned. Our partners over at Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs. And sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website, use betonline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then again, GM Varno and sons, go see them over at 2,500 full Boulevard. Give them a call at two, three, five, six, six, four, nine, 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 two, two, five, six, six, four, nine, 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 two. Tell me, good friend, Blake Ruffino sit you on by. All right. I want to do this right out of the break. Uh, and do this now because i want to talk about this for a while um zach put up the graphic and let's hear from coach uh, brian kelly head coach brian kelly we're going to play two of them so both of them are about a minute long or about 30 seconds long so we will play this uh it'll be about a minute so let's hear very quickly we'll talk about this a lot coach brian kelly with the exclusive interview from our good friend jocks Juce, w uh, over at wafb
2: the pro sports book has you at six and a half wins this season.
1: You know they're uh, they're really smart. Um, <laughs> they, that's why that's why they build all those uh, casinos and and uh, so you know anything over six and a half. I guess we should uh, we should applaud everybody around here for for a job well done.
2: <laughs> that will be an amendment to your contract, will it? Uh, no, everyone? it certainly won't. <laughs> we, we didn't
1: come down here to win six and a half games. That's for certain. The pro-
2: Overblown storyline. of I felt like we were in July, like there was nothing yeah, going no, on or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I still say family. <laughs> so uh, I think it's, it's, it's been the cross of a Boston accent meeting a Baton Rouge accent. And, you know, it's just
1: one of those things that uh, it just doesn't come out the right way. And I still say it the same way. So if I do it again, they're going to think I'm faking it again. So it is what it is. That's a- that is uh, LSU head coach Brian Kelly and what he was talking about. So if you missed it today. Uh, or missed it this week, really. Uh, the odds just came out for LSU, and it's something that we talked about a lot. Look, we talked about it in Twitter spaces. We talked about it on the show last night in reference to LSU and their win projections. The win projections for LSU for, per Vegas is six and a half. You know, I, I want to be careful here because because of today – Again, if you're just joining us, Eli Holstein, the four-star quarterback from the state of Louisiana, and Zachary, committed to Alabama, and you would have bet that the sky is falling from everybody. Brian Kelly is not panicking at all. True freshmen come in. It's all about winning championships. I want you to graduate. I want you to walk out of this building with a ring on your finger. That is the, the message Brian Kelly is selling. Now, I get all this stuff in recruiting with NIL and all that bullshit. At the end of the day, kids want to win natties. Kids want to get to the NFL. Okay, money will help them. Sure, LSU's doing that. Believe me. I thought it's interesting, though, that Brian Kelly kind of just laughed at it. Where Orgeron would have, last season, made it a big deal, and where Brian Kelly leads all of LSU. You know, it's funny because Nick Saban's talked about this. Urban Meyer's talked about this. You know, the late Joe Paterno when, and, you know, before all the scandal, Brer Brian even talked about it. The head football coach of a huge institution is the mouthpiece of your entire school. He is the mouthpiece. Hey, Vegas, you want to make us six and a half wins. You want to say that we're only a six and a half winning team. Sounds good. I didn't come here for six and a half wins over and over and over and over and over again. The only thing that it seems as if Brian Kelly really cares about is like what they said on Friday Night Lights when Tim McGraw, the daddy, was talking to his son and says, go get you one of these. And he's showing him the national championship ring. That's all that matters to him. Well, Blake, he got paid $100 million. Guys, he was getting paid $9 million at Notre Dame. <laughs> at that point, you know, it's probably more of an inconvenience for him when he built a mansion in South Bend to pick up and leave. I don't. I don't know. And, look, I've said I want to be tempered here, and I am going to be tempered. LSU's got a lot that they have to prove. And whether it be you talk to a Bama fan, Tennessee fan, Arkansas fan, A&M fan, it doesn't really matter. LSU in early September, Sunday night in primetime, is going to have to show that they're back. We're back! They will have to show that no matter what comes down to the, 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 the field. I don't know what Zach's doing. I think Zach's like having a fit backstage. He's looking like a damn, but he, he, he's looking like, you know, you know that Jonah Hill, uh, that's what he looks like. Y'all don't get to see him, but he's like freaking out backstage. Brian Kelly, Brian. That's what he's doing back in. He's doing like the damn white man disco. Like bro, the disco's been out since the '70s. John Travolta, move on, bro. Scared the shit out of me, though. Scared the shit out of me. Oh, <laughs> Zach says, and he can pass. True. Talking about Booby Miles, guys. This six and a half win total, I think, is a bit, little bit of a, a. <laughs> I would love to see the six wins. I mean, the six losses, excuse me. I would love to see the six losses. Who are you saying the LSU's losing to? It's a tough one. Daniel Williams from the Golden Boot Podcast says, bring them players in and that ring will come. Absolutely. Now, speaking of that, and we have a lot of people in here firing in, uh, talking about Eli Holstein. Uh, Jeremy Zimmerman, or Jerry Zimmerman says, Dante is the target, not so much Eli Arch. Look, I'm not gonna panic over Archman. I mean, over uh Eli Holstein. I think the kid's very talented. I've seen him play multiple times. I've seen him in person. I saw him at the state championship game when Jacoby Matthews picked him off and, and they luckily, you know, came back and won. I thought they had more talent than Pachatula did. I think he's a really good quarterback. But I never came to the conclusion unless something drastically changes. I've never come to the conclusion that Eli Holstein will ever wear the purple and cold coming out of high school, especially while Walker Howard's on campus. I just never saw it. If you don't know really the backstory, the backstory is that Walker Howard obviously was an upperclassman, a class ahead of Eli Holstein, that both the kids were at St. Thomas Moore, and Eli Holstein and his family picked up and left and went to Zachary. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Do what's best for you. But these two guys have already competed against one another. Eli Holstein lost. So I don't know if he's not one to come for to compete, but it's hard to say that when you have a guy like Ty Simpson that's committed to Alabama. Ty Simpson, guys, with all due respect, is an absolute freak of nature, the quarterback at Alabama. So I don't know. What's going on here? The interesting thing, though, is this. Arch Manning can say all the live long day. Arch Manning can preach or or the Mannings can preach that Alabama is still in the running. Look, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. Nick Saban's not going to take a public public commitment from Eli Holstein if he knows that Arch Manning is really coming to Bama. Guys, it's just not going to happen. And quite honestly, I don't see how he, the Manians are going to get picked Georgia and Kirby Smart with that offense. I just can't see it. Again, could be wrong, which leaves you with Texas. And if LSU's in the mix, God bless them. But I, I just don't see it. But let me let me just say as well. And shout out to Joques say who gave us that audio let me just say I, Brian Kelly not freaking out makes me calm and it should make you calm when your head coach is relaxed and laughing I mean you heard in the video he's saying family the same come on guys the the stage um i I, I don't know Zach if we have the um the, the edit, but the direct quote from Brian Kelly, here it is right here. But I, Brian Kelly, these are direct quotes from him. I, if you're listening to, the, uh, to us on the audio podcast platform or you listen to us on, on radio, and Brian Kelly, in quote, and Zach made this edit for us, he says, I want to be under the bright lights. I want to be on the Broadway stage. The stage right now, guys, the stage right now for Brian Kelly isn't too big. Coaching, as much as I love LSU and think LSU is a top-tier program, the stage for Brian Kelly right now is not too big. The only thing that could be bigger for Brian Kelly and what he's faced as a head coach is if he wins a national title, how does he react? We saw how Orgeron reacted. It's the only thing in his career that he hasn't gone through. The only thing. I like it. I like it a lot. But I'm sure today, if you listen to around the media, you're listening around guys around LSU, sky's falling, you missed on Eli Holstein. With all due respect to Eli Holstein, again, I think he's a really talented quarterback. Oh, well. Oh, well. You don't want to play here, sounds good, man. There's too many talented quarterbacks That LSU is after. There's way too many talented kids LSU is after to panic. Way too many. All right. So uh, let me. I'm I'm not buying into it. I'm not buying into the panic. I'll let you know when it's time to panic. I'll get to a couple of these comments. LG says going to be a great scene. Eli, Preston, Law, and Anderson in crimson. It's true. But I'm not... Preston Law and Anderson are not on Brian Kelly. Quite honestly, neither is Eli Holstein. Eli Holstein is not a miss by Brian Kelly. Just really isn't. I mean, he's five... Guys, he... Joe Sloan coached Eli Holstein's older brother, and he couldn't reel him in. I mean there's not a lot you could have done. Rick says, Saban just admitted that Manning ain't going to Bama. Eli's choices uh, were down to A&M or or Texas and NC before Cutcliffe left Tennessee to go to Ole Miss. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, look, uh, Mark Humey says, Eli did did say his grandpa always said roll damn tide should have known, but I say buck fama. Um, Look, and I agree, but... I, I'm not, I'm just not freaking out guys. I'm really not going to overreact to Eli Holstein. I think the kid's got, I, I think the kids got some things he's got to prove too. You can't throw two. Nah, I'm just going to leave that alone. Shane says Milrow's a monster too. Jalen Milrow is a freak of nature. He is a freak of nature. So look, if, if Jalen Milrow, I, I, with Ty Simpson, Milrow and Holstein, On that roster, let the best man win. Y'all know how I feel about Jalen Milrow. I I mean, I I still think Ty Simpson's going to sit. I don't think – I think Saban has told Milrow something in reference to Stain. kid like that would probably – at this point, if Saban probably would have processed him at this point, if he's not going to get some playing time. That kid can run. But from an LSU perspective, the Eli Holstein commit is not to overreact. Some believe in the, um, some believe due to LSU scheme, a guy like Ricky Collins would fit better in what LSU is trying to achieve to that degree. I, I agree with him. Ricky Collins is a guy that can get out of the pocket. He's a guy that runs a lot of RPO. He's got Marcus Randall as his quarterbacks coach, his head coach and all that good stuff. I agree with that sentiment. Doesn't mean Eli Holstein can't play. Alabama got a damn good quarterback today. They missed out on Arch, in my opinion. I don't. I, no way that he, no way that Saban, who dictates everything, who's in control of everything, allows Eli Holstein to make a public uh, commitment when he when Arch Manning is going to be coming to your to your team for an official visit in a couple of weeks. There's no way. No way. Uh Marcus Como says Nick doesn't want arch. <laughs> he wants some cream pies though. He told Eli he eats two cream pies. I ain't gonna lie, bro. The double fudged chocolate cream pies. <laughs> All right, I can't go there, man. We did that the other night and I can't stop laughing when I say the word cream pie. <laughs> God bless it. Uh Brandon Reese says I think we'll be straight at quarterback the next few years. I agree with that. I agree. Jordan says it's arched by Hail Mary and uh, or the Detroit kid. Um you're talking about Dante Moore. I guys, if NIL's legal, go after him. <laughs> go after him. Guys, I don't you're not look. If Arch Manning, look, listen. If art you know how much I love my beard. If Arch Manning commits to Louisiana State University and comes to school and wears purple and gold, I'll shave this shit right on, right on this show. Straight razor, I will wear a tux. I will pay Pooh Bear to get a straight razor and will shave the whole beard off if Arch Manning comes to LSU. It ain't happening. <laughs> Unless you make up a lot of ground, it's not happening. Chris English says, "Stop with the beard bets." See, Chris, the funny thing about my beard bet is I will shave my beard. I've done it before. Unlike our producer Zach, who has who little. This is Zach when he goes to the barber. Um, excuse me, Mister Barber. Um, can um like you give me Tim Tebow's haircut? You know, like Timmy T. You know, like the guy that yelled in the locker room. It's one night we live forever, guys. Even you, Aaron Hernandez. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. No Aaron Hernandez slander in this uh, in this show. Uh da- maybe we can't allow it. But Daniel Williams says, is Eli better than Arch? <sighs> it's a good question, Daniel. I-, I I think it's a really, really good question. Um Eli's a different quarterback. Eli's a bigger kid from a physicality standpoint. In reference to IQ, though, like true football IQ, I I mean, and that's not even fair to the kid. It's not fair to the kid at all. All right, Stacey Blackwood's going to be joining us. We're going around your SEC. We're going in alphabetical order. He will be joining us. Shit, should be joining us now, but let's get to two more comments and then we'll get started. Uh, our good buddy C. King says, Holstein was never, ever, ever coming to LSU. Chris Tucker from Friday Voice. Ever, ever, ever. I agree with him. I completely agree. Nurse Court sends us $5 via Super Chat. Says, Tim Tebow fade fund Coach, for shorty. You at six and a half uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Boy, technological difficulties, boy, I tell you what. But, Zach, she sent you $5 for your for your uh, Tim Tebow-sized haircut. All right, all right, all right. Oh, James the Great from Spaces. James, is ribbon on you, Zach. What you going to do about it? All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills. Let's go around our SEC. We want to talk about Alabama. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Well, ask Stacey Blackwell when we return. You got... Will Anderson, you got Bryce Young returning. How does LSU match up with Alabama? We'll go in order. We'll go to Arkansas next week. But let's get to Alabama. Let's get Stacey Blackwood in here. But before that, let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing. Before that, um, I, I got to get a shout-out to Gramco, man. Man, I, I tell you, I have not – on this show, we have not had a product, in my opinion, that has performed better for our listeners than thegramco.com. So get over there today. Use that promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. That way that they know that your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, let's talk about our good friends over at Grant My good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Back in a minute, Stacey Blackwood. Let's talk some SEC football, y'all. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Grant They are the Delta company based out of the state of florida they're founded by college football junkies just like you and i and i am not sure if you're familiar with delta eight but you need to be gramco is the absolute leader in this field and they have phenomenal products that i just need to tell you about first off is the wake and bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular the gummies are as well as they're the best in the market so go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code ays25 that's thegramco.com AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside as the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25 by the drake williams law firm drake whether you've been injured in an accident you're preparing for a future with your estate planning you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family or you're facing criminal charges you need very experienced attorneys and that is what the drake williams law firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino today. Yes, sent you on by. All right, we have Stacy Blackwood joining us from Roll Tide Wire, and he's the host of the Tide Talk Live podcast. Stacy, what's going on tonight, man?
2: What's up, Blake, man? When I was sitting there in the, in, the, in the waiting room, you had me rolling, you mentioned Aaron Hernandez and uh, you know, living the rest of your life, and I was like, well, you know. <laughs> the irony in that in that statement it it about had me rolling man well look
1: Stacy we have a producer his name's Zach okay he made a bet last week he lost the bet and he refuses to shave his beard the the irony though (laughs) is from here up he looks like Tim Tebow I mean it's the same haircut it's the same exact haircut so when I think of Tebow, I think of Hernandez. So it's a little, it's a little bit on me. I, I need to temper that, but you're right. Uh, Stacy, look, Eli Holstein committed today. Another quarterback in the class for Saban. Um, let, let's start off here because this does have a little bit to do with the Jimbo and Nick narrative, right? Like right. Eli Holstein is committed to Texas a m He decommits. And now all of a sudden Nick makes his big public thing. Jimbo responds. Eli Holstein now goes to Alabama. Um, Look, buddy, you cover them, and you know Alabama more than I do. Um, it's a little ironic, but Eli Holstein committing today to the Tide. What is your initial thoughts of Eli and what Saban's doing with this recruiting class so far?
2: Well, I really like Eli, and I, but the timing of the commitment is a little surprising uh, because of the upcoming visit with Arch Manning, which you were talking about just a minute ago. And right. Uh, That's the timing is what threw me off a little bit. But, you know, when Pete Golden tweeted last night, the the elephant emoji, you knew something was happening. It was most likely with a kid from Louisiana knowing Pete's roots there in Louisiana and how he's recruited so well down there. But uh, Nick's building a really solid class here in 2023. And I really like the pickup of Holstein, but it makes you feel like Coach Saban didn't think they were really in a good position for Arch Manning. If they're willing to take this com- commitment right now from from Eli Holstein, that's so, just my personal opinion.
1: So you believe that? So you're with me? I mean, yeah. Stacey, look, it, it does feel like that. I, but the crazy thing though is, is that the Mannings came out and said they're still taking the visit. I mean, yeah. it, I got to be honest, I kind of like the Manning saying that. Like, who's Eli Holstein? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, we're I'm Arch Manning and I'll go where I want to go. Um. Do you think that do you think that's that Eli Holstein and Saban are kind of putting their stamp on it? Like, hey man, stop if you, and and really, Stacey, it puts a stamp on every recruit. Like, look, man, if you're gonna play games, we're gonna move on from you. Do you get that right. vibe?
2: I do I do think that is part of it too. Nick Saban's not really one to, to play games, especially on the recruiting trail, when it comes to you know a player wanting to wait around and, and to make a decision to see what somebody else is gonna do you know, Saban just move on to his next guy. He has no problem with that. And, uh, I think he, I think he believes in Eli Holston. I don't think it's a consolation prize for Alabama by any stretch, but, uh, he's not Arch Manning. Uh, you know, you talked about the intangible aspect of, of the knowledge, the football IQ that Arch has. I think that is really what separates Arch from, from the other quarterbacks in this class. Uh, but, uh, you look at the physical traits that Eli has. He is, a uh, He's right up there with Arch oh, Manning. I mean, it, yeah. he's, a, he's he's big, 6'4", 225. You know, at the Elite 11, he ran a 4'6", 40 with a 38-inch vertical leap. Uh, You know, so really athletic kid. Uh, but he's not Arch Manning, you know, up here, and he doesn't have that legacy attached to his name. But uh, I don't think it's a consolation prize for Alabama, but I do think it is a sign that, that maybe Nick Saban and the staff have maybe – not moved on from Arch Manning. I'm sure if Arch called him right now and said, hey, look, I want to commit to you guys, uh, there would be some conversations had. But uh, I, I do think that that Coach Saban likes what Holstein brings to the table. But you look at the quarterback room at Alabama, and you were talking about that a little bit when I first joined in the in the waiting room. Uh, it's deep. I mean, you look at what Bryce Young is. Of course, he'll be gone after this next season. Uh, but but Jalen Milro is a stud. Uh, and, and Ty Simpson showed that he's capable. I mean, he, he showed up in just a couple months and, you know, he didn't, he looked like he belonged on a college field. Agreed. I it just a spring, it's just a spring game, but he didn't look lost by any stretch. And uh, you see the athleticism that Jalen Milroe has. And I'm not sure how you keep him off the field, even this season with Bryce Young as the quarterback.
1: Uh, Stacy, so listen, we go in these Twitter spaces and I've said that. And yeah. I've gotten so many eye rolls and so many people saying the same thing. Dude, I don't know how you keep Jalen Milrow on the sidelines. At some point, you're going to have to get him in the game for a special yeah. package, like maybe what you did with Jalen uh, Jay, uh, Ertz. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Look, I, I do want to get here with you, though, because I, we're going to get on the field. But I do think that you got two heavyweights fighting, and I'm glad that, you know, we're starting around the SEC. Alabama, you're coming up first. Buddy, what do you make of all this with Saban and, and Jimbo? I mean, because the way that I look at it is like, I, I see it on both sides a little bit. But it yeah w- coming from the Alabama side of things, how do you see how this old thing transpired? And look, to me, it's going to be like one of the best, one of the most memorable comments in sports that we've ever had from Nick. They bought our old team. Look at the newspaper. What do you think about everything going down with Jimbo and Nick?
2: Uh, well, first, I was really shocked that, that Saban name-dropped Texas a That's the most <laughs> shocking part. That is, that, w- that is not what Nick Saban is known for. He is always calculated in what he chooses to say. So the fact that he not only name-dropped Texas a but he name-dropped Jackson State, uh, Miami. So that part was surprising. But I-, I think even more surprising was just how emotional Jimbo Fisher was when he responded. I mean, he- his press conference was – I don't even really know what the word was. He was just so emotional in that press conference that I don't even think he could really put a sentence together without saying despicable or <laughs> calling somebody a name. So, uh, you know, it, it's just it, like you, you, mentioned we were talking about irony a minute ago and it's ironic the the program that, that is uh, you know, held the top recruiting class for so many years and, and, you know as well as I do what goes on on the recruiting trail. No, uh, that, I have no Nick, idea. Can yeah. you allude to me what happens? <laughs> yeah, that Nick Saban would say something, and then Jimbo Fisher, somebody who has always been so respectful towards Saban, all of a sudden has this hatred for it because of, of one comment that, that that Saban has had. So I, I don't – I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of sick of it. I was sick of it the day after because it's just kind of – you know, Nick said something that was really on everybody's mind. And then Jimbo kind of acted like a kid in his response. And uh, I'm just really sick of it, if if you want my honest opinion.
1: (laughs) All right, so let's get on the field because I want to crack a little joke. Do you think that anybody at the University of Alabama throws a thing of French's mustard at Jimbo Fisher like we saw in Tennessee last year at Lane Kiffin? man
2: i don't i don't know about that one i don't think we're quite as crazy as those fans in knoxville
1: do they throw a pair of granny panties i mean something's got to be thrown stacy i mean this is the cowboy boots or a cowboy hat (laughs) i can see i can see some cowboy boots now i can see some cowboy buckle maybe i hear you uh let's get on the field though buddy because i i I, like you i agree i'm kind of tired of talking about it um Mm. so let's get there um Look, I, I I think the biggest strength, at least my opinion, but I want to get yours for the for this football team in Alabama is the quarterback room. I mean, look, man, you just got so many studs at that position. Uh, but outside of quarterback, what is Alabama's biggest strength? And to revert to that, what is their biggest weakness on their team, in your opinion?
2: The biggest strength to me is, we, we talked about the quarterbacks. I think the edge defenders for Alabama. No question. Of course, Will Anderson is, you know, arguably the best player in college football, regardless of position. But then on the other side, you have, you know, true sophomore Dallas Turner, who, you know, really only started to see some action around the Texas A&M game last season, but finished with, you know, eight or nine sacks and, as a true freshman. Right. And so I, I think you th- that pair of, of edge defenders is, is as good as anybody else has in the country. Chris Braswell is a guy who's going to come off. There's, you know, there's a rabbit package that Alabama's going to have this season that's going to have, you know, Dallas Turner, Will Anderson, and Chris Braswell all on the field at the same time. So that's some elite pass rushing guys there on the edge for Alabama. But they also bring back a lot of talent in the back end. You know, Jordan Battle's back. DeMarco Helms is back. Henry Toa is there in the middle. So the defense as a whole should be a strength for Alabama. But when I look at the weakness of this team, there's the offensive line is still concerning to me. Uh, you know, when you got to bring in a transfer from Vanderbilt to to help solidify your offensive line, uh, you have, I don't, don't want to say development issues because, you know, guys develop at different rate, especially at that position. Uh, right. You know, it could it could take guys, you know, three years to develop. But, you know, Tommy Brockermeyer is not there yet. Uh, J.C. Latham looks like he's probably going to start, but. There's really not a lot of star power right now on the offensive line. Uh, I, I would say that's the biggest weakness. There's not a, a – a- home run threat like a Jamison Williams right now at the wide receiver. Of course, Tyler Harrell has come in from Louisville, but you don't know what you don't know. And so you saw what he done at Louisville last year and his little bit of time uh, as a receiver there, but it's different in the SEC. We all know that. So uh, there's not that playmaker out wide. There's not that true possession guy like John Mechie was who had 96 catches last year for Alabama. Just, I mean, I think a lot of people – I think a lot of people forget about how impactful Metschie was for Alabama. He he caught a lot of first downs on third and short, and he helped move the chains for Alabama. So uh, that's going to be hard to replace. So the the wide receiver room is a little bit of a question mark, but to me, the biggest question is the offensive line.
1: So let me ask you this. Do you think it's going to be just as tough for Bryce Young than it was like in the national championship game when hmm. – I mean, because, Stacey, for the first time, and I, I, I don't mean this in a wrong way, and Alabama always responds – but they all you always know they got that guy on the offensive line no matter what. Like last year, it's Evan Neal. We have questions about the offensive line, but you have Evan Neal. Then you look at the wide receiver. Yeah, but Mechie's there. I mean, Mechie called mm-hmm. 96 passes a season ago. Stacey, we go into this offseason with a little bit more questions on the offensive side than we normally do for the University of Alabama. Is, I don't want to say is this the most worried you've been like from offensive standpoint under Nick Saban. But from the outside looking in, I could see where there would be more worry on the offensive side than maybe ever that I can remember. Do you feel that way about the offensive side? And then to flip that, defensive side, like you said, man, the front seven is going to be absolutely disgusting. Um, Could be one of Nick Saban's best of all time. Do you feel that way or, or is there something else that maybe you're holding out for on the offense and defense?
2: Now, that's that's really a fair way to put it the, the offense does have a lot of question marks who's going to be the running back uh you know Brian Robinson is gone you know he wasn't just the, an elite talent but he got the job done for Alabama there in the running back position both Jace McClellan and Roddell Williams are coming off injuries so how healthy are they going to be once the season rolls around of course they bring in Jameer Gibbs who's God, an explosive so playmaker mm-hmm. but how is he going to fit in this Alabama offense there's just a lot of question marks and a lot of unknowns when you look at this offense and and i would say uh you have more questions about this offense probably going back to when Jalen hurts was a freshman. If you remember USC in that game, Blake Barnett got the start and then Jalen hurts come in. So there was a lot of questions on that offense that season that kind of is reminiscent to that, to that year, as far as the question marks heading into the season. Of course, it's nice to know that you have the reigning Heisman trophy winner as your signal
1: caller. That makes things a little bit easier. Agreed. And, And look, Once we get in the season, this all can change. I think Gibbs is one of the better running backs that we have. But, again, when we – look, we're talking heads and we got to make predictions on stuff that we don't know yet. Uh, But, Stacey, let's flip it on the other side. The defense in the front seven is going to be disgusting. I mean, you have two of the best – look, and, Stacey, we're going to go around the SEC. I think – this is my hypothesis for the season. I think from a total standpoint, the defensive lines in the SEC may be the best that they've ever been. From a collective. When you go to Alabama, when you go to A&M, and people sleep on A&M, but shit, you got seven five-stars. Then you yeah. go to LSU. You go to Kentucky, which is really scary. Yeah. And then all, always you go to Georgia and Florida. Stacy, I'm not saying that defense is back, you know, like Sam Ellinger after the Sugar Bowl. But, man, <laughs> when you look at these defenses on rosters, man, the front sevens in this league is extremely disgusting do you see it like me in, the, in reference to it could be something that we see defenses maybe coming back a little bit in the SEC than we've seen before?
2: Yeah, I think so. And it's it's always kind of been a revolving door if, if you think about it. There's there's a lot of seasons where you have so many veteran quarterbacks returning that the, the offenses are a little bit ahead of the defenses. But this right. year it looks like it's on the defensive side of the ball as a whole in the conference. So I, I agree with you. I think the defense especially, like you said, the defensive lines around the SEC are, are as talented as as they've ever been, and it's going to be a fun season. You know, I, I it, we're almost a hundred days. We're like hundred and two days away from from September third, which is you know the first real Saturday of college football, and uh I cannot wait for that to roll around. There's a lot to talk about, and I'm excited about. You know, I'm a defensive guy, so I'm excited <laughs> to see the defenses right. kind of kind of come back and and make a statement you know Alabama's defense was was okay last year is when it comes to Alabama standards but I'm with you this, this year should be one of Nick
1: Saban's best groups well and that and look that's Satan a lot I mean that front seven and 11 the front seven and 12 I, I think Will Anderson changes the game a little bit I don't think that I, Nick's had a lot of good pass rushers. He's never had a Will Anderson. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see how people block him. Uh, guys, let's get to a couple of these hashtag Ask Stacey's. We'll fire this one off from Rick very quickly, though. Uh, hashtag Ask Stacey, do you agree Bama's chances are good to land a Louisiana safety recruit in Derrick Williams?
2: Yeah, I would I would say Album is probably in the driver's seat right now. He's going to be on an unofficial visit, I think, the first weekend of June. Uh, there in Tuscaloosa. So I think right now, Album was in the clubhouse. I want to say he's the same high school as, as Danny Lewis, the tight end that signed with Album Correct. this, this past mm-hmm. class. All right. Yeah, I, I feel good about his chances.
1: Um, Daniel Williams says, hashtag Ask Stacy, how long does Saban have left? It's obvious the NIL figures are getting to him. And, and look, Stacy, we can kind of finish it on around this one. It does seem it's getting to him a little bit. I mean, he's not getting younger. He's getting older. Here was my take the night, the day it happened. Um, you better be careful what you wish for. Meaning, in reference to, Nick's always calculated. He's kind of warning you in a sense. Um, but mm-hmm. do you think it? this is the final thing, the final, like, chink in his armor that that gets through to him? Or do you think he's just trying to warn everybody?
2: I think it's probably, honestly, a little bit of both. You know, Saban's always got the, you know, he, he talks about <laughs> the spread offenses, you know, 10 years ago, you know, is this the way we want to go? with? What in the ball? damn
1: hell is a wide yeah. motion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, right. and, and now he's, he's got, you know, three starting quarterbacks in the NFL because he kind of changed the way he, he ran his offense. And, uh, but, you know, I think it's a little bit of both. You look, he's 70 years old. He'll be 71 later on this year. Uh, he's not getting any younger. The, the game is changing faster than what he would like. Uh, and, and, uh, that 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 brings a whole set of problems to you. And when you get to his age and you've accomplished what he's accomplished, you know how much is enough. and and I know as a competitor, uh, I think that competitive spirit is still there. I think that was made. You know, true. The other night when he made his comments, because he kind of he was a little aggravated in in the moment when thinking about the recruiting and and how everything's going with NIL. So I think it's a little bit of both. I think he's got just a you know probably less than five years, in my opinion, remaining. Maybe three years is about what I'm thinking uh, left to go. Uh, that's just you know my personal opinion. I I don't see him coaching past seventy five.
1: Um, he's got to stay one season with Texas in the league. Because you know on Twitter, Stacy, what's going to happen if he leaves when Texas gets in here. They're going to be like, oh, Nick Saban left when we came in the league. He's too scared. He's got to stay till 26. Okay? Like, let's get him to, to the, the 26th season, and then and then he can roll out. Uh, last one, Stacey, we'll get you out of here. It's from Harry Balsack. I'm sorry for the name. Uh, I didn't read that one. i'm so sorry i didn't read that one uh quick enough but does stacy want the pod system to schedule three two 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 and one common opponent on the rotating seven
2: uh yeah i think that's probably going to be the best way to do it once the conference expands i'm i'm not sure how that's going to work uh there's good people making my son is trying to make an appearance it's all all good man we're we're son friendly (laughs) you can bring him up you can put him in your lap it doesn't bother me at all (laughs) but uh but no, you know I haven't really had a chance to really think about the pod situation. But uh, that is a good question, and uh, I'm not sure. I have to come back with you on that one.
1: All right, all good, buddy. Stacy, you've been so fantastic, man. We'll bring you back home before the season as we're continue to go around the SEC. Hello, little Blackwood. What's going on, man? Uh, Stacy, very quickly, tell everybody where they can catch all your stuff. And all, you're one of our good uh, partners that we, we've, you know, we've tried to have you on and, and you know, right. like the other, other weekend, and it just didn't work. But tell everybody where they, could, uh, where they could find all your great stuff.
2: Yeah, you can you can follow me there on Twitter at Blackwood89. I, I write for Roll Tide Wire, uh, which is part of the USA Today Network. Uh, you can catch me there every single day. And also uh, me and my cousin, we, we host our own album of podcast called Tide Talk Live. You can find us on YouTube and all the major podcast platforms
1: awesome brother we'll talk soon uh y'all have, have a good night man. You, man all right that's stacy blackwood joining us man i love around the sec or art dude i swear to god i love it i love it uh daniel williams says blackwood pause come on daniel when you have guests you can't make fun of them brother number number one role of uh of podcasting but here see i say that daniel but then harry Balsack got me got him you did get me you did get me and way McBride sends us some uh, some, uh, 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 some stars via Facebook. Look, let me say this, and we'll get to some LSU baseball, and then we'll get the producers in here. Um, I think Alabama's in a very peculiar situation offensively. Guys, offensive line, there's issues. There's serious issues with the offensive line in Alabama. I don't think – I do not believe or think – that there is invisible on the offensive side that some believe. But you still have Bryce Young that can go out there and attack you. Their defense is going to be nasty in that front seven. But if you can get to Bryce Young and stop him, you can win the football game. Will they repeat? Will they go back? I don't know. You still have Saban on the other side, but they do have weaknesses. They have him at wide receiver. They have them at uh, running back. Unless Gibbs breaks out and they have him on the offensive line. But here's the biggest thing, because you had somebody that covered Alabama tell you this. Now do you know why they're paying Kayshawn Booty, or trying to pay Kayshawn Booty? Oh, our wide receiver room, man. We really don't know anything that's going on. That's why. All right, let's pay some bills very quickly. Uh, we'll come back to you with the producers. Uh, we'll talk LSU baseball. If you missed it, yes, I didn't talk about it. LSU baseball game in Hoover has been moved to Thursday. <coughs> um, but very quickly, look, man. It's very good that this is happening in a way you give Kay Doty some rest. And here's the truth. Even though the game's at 930 on Thursday morning, truth be told, truth be told, it gives Mikel Hillier an extra day. It gives Kay Doty an extra day. It's kind of massive for LSU if you believe in it. Mother Nature is helping LSU. Mother Nature wants LSU to win at Hoover. They want LSU and Auburn back on the diamond so we can ram. Pause. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet on that one. I'm going to be quiet on that one. I want Auburn. It's, it's good that it's – the only thing bad about it is what team's going to show up. Like, I mean, guys, I'll never remember LSU playing a 9.30 a.m. baseball game. Ever. Ever. I'm sure it's happened, but Mother Nature is a tiger, as Rick says. All right, let's get the producers in here, but let's do this. Let's pay some bills very quickly, and then we'll bring them back in here. Let's talk about a good friend, uh, Carol Falls, over at State, Bar- State Farm, back in 40 seconds. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor, after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements all righty all righty all righty we oh i don't know why i did that we bring in the producers um very quickly we will be live in about 15 minutes again on the believe in saints podcast with myself and terrence copper uh with pooh bear and zach guys um the reason you go out and pay Kayshawn booty or attempt to pay Kayshawn booty in nil if you're alabama is you just heard stacy right like they had he's worried about the wide receiver position um i love guys i love going around the sec with these guests because look they're they're the guests that we're going to bring on it's not going to sugarcoat it to you uh is there something that stacy said that stood that stood out to you the most
2: well i mean for me i mean i'm with them on the wide receivers because you got bryce young which obviously is arguably the best quarterback in college football but Who's gonna throw to? I mean, they've got they've got dudes that they've brought in via the transfer portal. They've got to jail quickly over this offseason, and and he's also got to have protection uh, to get to those guys. So obviously that that is a huge concern for them. But I have to agree that front seven uh defensively is really scary.
1: Sick. Pooh Bear, what did, did he say anything that stuck out to you?
0: Uh, I read between the lines, I heard saving scared. Scared. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Pooh Bear is as a, as a native Alabamian. Whoa. Are you saying that Nick Saban sh- is shaking in his slippers, his New Balance slippers, ready to eat some cream pies for the rest of his life? That's what you're saying?
0: Uh, Nick Saban looks like he wears Asics, um, and he is shaking. Um, bro, bro, leave the old people's <laughs> shoes out of this. Leave Asics okers. out of this, bro. Okers. He, he has... Okers his shoes has two velcro uh, straps <laughs> chill out
1: dude my son's got two velcro straps on his shoes
0: Ben's been still learning to walk uh at, at, a, at a great pace and Saban's approaching that age where he's at that pace he has that walk. you know that, one's you know that... coming out of diapers
1: the other one's going into it <laughs>
0: You know that all walk. Right, that, all right. You I know can't. know that I, walk that old people have. But, when, you know, they walk and their legs shake and look like they tip drill. <laughs> <laughs> <With their legs. laughs>
1: Dude, Pooh Bear's good for one comment a week, right? Like, he's going to say one thing that gets viral, that goes viral, that gets me in trouble. And I didn't even say anything. All right. Guys, the Wait, LSU baseball girl. team will be playing <laughs> Thursday due to rain. And I think it's massive. You get Kay Doty back, Mikel Hill, who pitched on Thursday last week. Is able to come back on a normal seven day uh, stretch.
0: Don't don't do it. I w- do not pitch K. I mean, uh, Mikael game one against Auburn. Why not? Pooh, why do you think you shouldn't? Because you potentially, you win. You potentially play Tennessee. Leave leave Mikael for Tennessee. I agree. You're, are you're you already...
1: throwing? Are we throwing Ty Floyd then? Like we're coming out here saying Ty Floyd go after it. Hey, he hey, you know what else looked this past weekend? My waistline before I ate the thin crust pizza from Domino's. It doesn't matter what last week looked like. He's got to be consistent with it. I, I mean, That's Zach, I, I mean, look, he's more inconsistent than, than Saban's cream pies. So, I, I mean, look, Pooh, you're right. Here, here's my only thing. Here's my only thing why I would say and hint to throw McHale. If you win against Auburn and you throw McHale you're one win away from hosting a regional, okay? Meaning you can lose to Tennessee and it really – I don't want to say it doesn't matter because it does matter. But then you're probably playing like a Mississippi – I mean, not Mississippi State. You're probably playing someone in the lower tier. Maybe you play Vandy on a third game. So if you're in a situation where you're in a third day and you can go a Dutton, you can go a hasty, in day – that loss against Tennessee isn't that big of a deal. You gotta get the one, like you
0: gotta come well, out with one. Well, that's the thing. If you lose against, we're saying Auburn. Auburn or Kentucky.
1: They're gonna clap the cheeks out of Kentucky.
0: Yeah, they. they you lose against whoever, Auburn, <laughs> you know, whatever. Man,
1: I'm saying that. Kentucky's gonna wipe the floor with them. You watch.
0: Hey, hey <laughs> you know, you, you lose game one, you still got Michael for game two. You're not necessarily facing Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, I, I say, I, I personally, I say, save your best pitch. Right now, you say your best pitcher for. for, I don't, for that guy. Look, I don't. Pooh, I don't hate it.
1: I, I don't. Dis, I'm not disagreeing with you, right? Like, yeah. I'm not. Dis- no, no.
0: I, and I understand what
1: you're saying. Yeah. Like, it just like if I need one game. McH- let's let's call it what it is. The last two months, Mikell Hilliard's been your most consistent. I don't want to say player, guys, but if we're being honest. I mean, look, he, we've he, seen Doty up and down. We've seen Dylan up and down. We've seen Barry up and down. I know I'm getting five from McHale. Okay, like I, I – he said one bad game. And that was Ole Miss. Right. He got yeah. – but but again, I mean, what, he threw two innings, you know, like well, – And it's and raining. a lot of that was
2: aided by the, by the defense.
1: Yeah. So right. I, I, I mean, I, he gave up four I'm runs, good. but one of them's earned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Look, we got the Believe in Saints podcast. We got to get our buddy Terrence Copper. We got to talk Saints. Y'all like my new Saints gear? What
0: y'all mm-hmm. think about this? Looks nice. Wah. it looks good. It looks Wah. good. Wah. did you win it in a bet? Did someone actually pay you on the bet?
1: Uh, I didn't win in a bet. I thought this shirt looked good. It feels really nice. Am yeah, I I'm am I getting white? Am I am I getting way no, too white?
0: No, no. Does no, the no, stripes no. make me look white? No, I was just i was just wondering if uh, someone actually paid you for your bet, you
1: know. Oh, oh, a- oh. It's, it's so funny that you
0: say it like that it's because, <laughs> you
1: know, nobody made me do it. A- oh, wait. Hey, Zach. What's that on your chin? Oh, is oh, that a beard? God. Is it completely red, Tebow?
0: Fired. It's red. It's pretty red. Get out it. Of- I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Don't leave. <laughs> All right, we'll Zach, be back. Zach, you could have at least found, like, a ball filter
2: you know i'm gonna get like one of those like famous actors like that does, the makeup artist and they're just gonna like cover it up and then i'll be like see i got a shave and then
1: i'll like after the show i'll just like peel off like there we go all right let's get out of here 15 minutes 8 15 we're coming on the believe in saints podcast guys we'll see you there be there be square you rudy poos peace out girl scouts we'll see you tomorrow